I'm Angel Menudo, a licensed clinical social worker, certified clinic coach, and a little woo with a passion for manifestation and internal family systems. Through the years, I noticed that new age manifestation practices relied on spiritual bypassing and positive thinking only instead of getting to the root of potential blocks and barriers or building self-worth. Then I found internal family systems and it had changed the way I saw manifestation. Each week, I will discuss how to use IFS to tap into your true self energy, build your self-worth, and work with those parts that are sabotaging your manifestations and frankly, your life. This is not law of attraction. This is getting to the root of what's blocking your manifestations so that you can be open to the universe and manifest the life you've always wanted. So join me on this journey to learn how to live in alignment with your true self and break free from limiting beliefs, expectations, societal pressures, and the other things that are keeping you stuck from living your best life. It's not a coincidence you're here. Welcome to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about the secret to manifestation. It's a thing that we forget about, or maybe we don't even realize is needed to be successfully manifesting that life that we've always wanted. And the secret is, are you ready for it? Being in our worth. This is fundamental. This is the key to manifesting. And I don't think that it's talked about enough. I think it's bypassed a lot of times. And it has like this unspoken assumption that we are already all in our worth. And hey, sometimes we are. There are also times when we're not. And we are trying and trying and visualizing and doing all the things to bring in a manifestation, but it just won't come through. And that's because we're not in our worth. Now, before I continue, I want to talk about what self-worth is and the difference between self-worth and self-esteem. Self-esteem stems from external factors like approval from other people or how you perform on certain tasks. Self-worth comes from within. You can think of it as like a deep-rooted internal belief that you are worthy of love and respect regardless of your accomplishments or abilities. Now, self-esteem comes from performing well at school or at your job, maybe receiving sincere compliments or positive feedback from a boss, a parent, a mentor, or other people in your lives that you care about and love, maintaining strong friendships, finding new hobbies you're good at, or honing a skill or talent. So those things can really raise up our self-esteem. Self-worth comes from receiving unconditional love from caregivers, having your basic needs for attention, validation, and emotional support met, by caregivers and other loved ones, having your boundaries respected, and forming and maintaining healthy, respectful relationships. While our caregivers often model and shape our self-worth early in life, we can still build upon our sense of self-worth even if 
we didn't get enough love, support, or encouragement as a child. In IFS, we we work with those parts of us that don't get that love, support, or encouragement as a child, and we reparent them. Here's a few things that can actually diminish self-esteem, and that includes perceived failures such as doing bad on a test, getting rejected from a partner, romantic interest, or getting not getting the job that you interviewed for, constantly comparing yourself to others, being put down or discouraged by the people around you, or experiencing direct prejudice or discrimination. And self-worth can be diminished by experiencing any kind of abuse, particularly in childhood, being in toxic or disrespectful romantic relationships where our boundaries are ignored, being neglected by parents or caregivers, not receiving emotional support from loved ones, and only receiving love and affection under certain conditions. So there is no unconditional love there. It's all conditional Say like when you got good grades or performed well in school or in sports. So again, self-esteem comes from external factors and self-worth comes from within based on our perception of ourselves despite outside influences. Both self-esteem and self-worth can play a part in our overall well-being as well as our ability to maintain relationships, advance our careers, and function every day. And low self-esteem and self-worth can lead to shying away from challenges, avoiding advocating for ourselves, lacking motivation to pursue our goals or dreams, feeling insecure in our relationships, or even staying in toxic or abusive relationships. Low self-esteem can contribute to anxiety and depression also, And low self-esteem often has these defense mechanisms or parts that can get in the way of success and take a further toll on our self-esteem. You might, for instance, be more likely to self-sabotage by not making an effort to avoid the possibility of failure, or you could get wrapped up in imagining and planning for the worst possible outcomes leaving you feeling stuck, afraid to move forward because you're already decided that it's going to be awful. Benefits of high self-esteem and self-worth, on the other hand, make it more likely you'll pursue new opportunities. Speak up for yourself, say when you're asking for a raise or setting a boundary. Identify and maintaining healthy, fulfilling relationships. You're able to better navigate life's obstacles. You're enjoying success at school and work. A lot of times you're having better physical and mental health. Both self-esteem and self-worth are important, but self-worth has a more essential role. Unlike self-esteem, self-worth provides a stable sense of mental and emotional armor that external forces can't sway easily. When we're in our worth, We can accept feedback without taking it personally because we want to grow, expand, get better at something. We aren't afraid to make mistakes or fail because we understand that it's a part of the process and it isn't a fundamental view on us as a person. And I will add 
that when we're tapping into our true self, we're tapping into our worth. When we have parts of us that are holding and therefore projecting onto us criticism, it heard from childhood or people-pleasing or perfectionist tendencies, this blocks us from our worth because we are not working from a place that is fundamentally us. We are working from a place of conditioning, programming, expectations, and pressures. When we allow someone to cross a boundary out of fear of hurting their feelings or not being liked, our worth takes a hit. We know when this happens because we get a feeling, kind of a gut feeling, that we should have done something, advocated for ourselves. Instead, this part only wants to keep the peace, but it hurts us. Let me ask you, are there times in your life where you made a decision but knew deep down it wasn't the right one for you? Maybe you played small when you had an opportunity to go for something big. Are there times when you've hated yourself, your appearance, or other aspects about you, therefore resulting in staying in shitty relationships or putting up with toxic friendships because you don't think you can or deserve any better? Maybe you feel undeserving of good things or that you're just not good enough. So let me tell you something. First of all, we've all been there, myself included. There are plenty of times throughout my life that I've hated myself. On the outside, I tried to put on a good show, looked put together, relatively. But on the inside, I was stuck in a perpetual cycle of self-loathing and sabotaging behaviors. During that time, I tried so hard to manifest. Manifest money, a better life, but nothing was coming through. Not until I took a step back and began working on me. That's when I would notice little cues from the universe, and instead of dismissing them or talking myself out of them, I took action. And with each step I took, the stronger my true self became and the more my worth increased. As my worth increased and I was tuning in more and more to my true self and the universe, my manifestations came through. I am proof that this works. I do want to say that if we feel good about ourselves in one or more areas of our lives, we can definitely see manifestations coming through in these areas. If you feel good about yourself at work, you might be able to manifest bigger career goals. However, if you're struggling with other areas, say relationships, this might be where you notice manifestations are not coming in. It's not all or nothing and everybody is different. What I've learned is that the universe is not going to give us what we are asking for until it thinks that we are ready for it and we can handle it. If you're trying to manifest a new career, but you've always been put down at your job, making you consistently second guess yourself and not have trust in your abilities, or you struggle to set and maintain boundaries at work, the universe isn't going to come through. Think about it. When we are in that state, 
what would change if you had a new career? A lot of times, nothing. We're still going to struggle with boundaries. We're still going to second guess ourselves and not trust our abilities. The universe knows that and understands that we're not ready. Not until we do that work inside. And I'm not trying to say to stay in a toxic work environment. Sometimes we do need to change jobs to be able to get away from that and separate it for us so that we can build our worth. But then these would be like stepping stone jobs. There's steps in the right direction to help us learn how to trust ourselves and to practice setting boundaries. This prepares us for that big manifestation that we're trying to bring in. So you might be asking, how do I build my worth? First of all, I would love it if you could become aware of your internal world. Now, as you have been listening, I talk all about internal family systems and parts work, being in your true self, which is your authentic self. We need to be able to become aware and mindful of what is going on inside because those parts of us that are maybe being really critical or all of those things that actually diminish our self-worth and our self-esteem, we need to see and hear what they're actually saying. So asking yourself, what are your parts saying? Where are you critical of yourself? Notice, notice this particularly when things go wrong. What in the world are you saying to yourself? This is all very, very telling. And then I want you to notice, is that critical voice your voice or is it somebody else's? Say like a caregiver or somebody that frequently scolded you as a child. Again, that's all very telling because it also tells you where the part got this from. Where did that conditioning start? So as you notice your internal world, you can begin recognizing what is a part and what is true self. And I get into those talking about true self in episode two and the parts in episode three. So if you haven't yet, go and take a listen because it's really full of wonderful information that'll all come together with this. And what I want you to do with that critical voice is get curious. Start to build a relationship with it. Then ask yourself, how can I talk to myself more compassionately? And if you're unsure, ask yourself, how would I say this to a friend? So if a friend came to you with the same exact situation, what would you say to that friend? Because I'm going to tell you, nine times out of ten, you're going to be much kinder, much more understanding, much more forgiving if it was a friend than it was yourself. And we do that because we are our own worst critics, right? So we can use this idea of, okay, so who, like if so-and-so came to me and said the same thing, what would I say? It detaches us and separates us from that part, looking inwardly and critical of ourselves And we're able to actually tap more into true self where that compassion piece comes in. We can use that for us 
Now, second is all about like nurturing those healthy relationships, those relationships that are supportive, caring, understanding, the ones that believe in you and reinforce your worth. I want you to notice that and believe them. Believe it when they say it. It might take some time to do this, but practice that. Practice being like, huh, don't negate it. Don't don't negate when somebody gives you a compliment. Say thank you. Don't give them the laundry list of reasons why you are not what they just said. Say thank you. And then really feel that because they're not... They're not bullshitting you. They're your friends. They're your family. They love you. These are these nurturing, supportive relationships. Third, recognize your wins. All of them, no matter how small. In the face of challenges, it could be easy to lose sight of the things that you've accomplished. So I'm recommending you make an ongoing list of all of your achievements, even the really small ones like getting enough sleep or remembering to pack a healthy lunch at work. Keeping a list that is easily visible offers a reminder of your successes and you can celebrate all of your wins. Now, I personally celebrate all my wins, big and small. I give myself a little pat on the back all the time because... It's really awesome. I actually thank past Angel all the time for setting future Angel up for success. You know what I mean? Like if I have a whole bunch of things that I need to do the night before, I do them. So then when I wake up in the morning, I don't have to worry about it and it's all taken care of. And then I get really excited and I say, thank you, past Angel, for setting me up. I am super thrilled. Fourth, Watch the comparisons. So instead of comparing yourself to others who have completely different sets of circumstances or resources or needs or challenges, try comparing your present self with your younger self. You can do this by journaling, like doing a little free writing exercise. You can ask yourself, like, what have I learned? How have I grown? What accomplishments might actually surprise my younger self? That's really fun because then we can see, right? Like we can see where we've grown and how much we have learned, what we have explored. Instead of comparing ourselves to people, say like on Instagram, where, you know, it's it's not real, right? Like everybody shows up as their best versions. And you're not going to always see like the nitty gritty because people aren't going to show you that. So finally, having a mantra, like a nice little mantra, something that you can say to yourself or your parts so that they can start shifting their perceptions. This right here is so helpful after we've started building a relationship with our parts because our parts don't know what else to do besides what they've been doing. So you can teach them a new way instead. Something like, I am a strong and capable person handling whatever life throws at me. Or 
I love and appreciate the things that I've done for myself today. Obviously, whatever actually fits you and what maybe would resonate. And I'm always a big fan of sticky notes. And so write it on a sticky note, maybe stick it to your mirror so you can say it to yourself and you can remember to say it. When we're doing the things that are aligned with our self-worth, it's going to feel uncomfortable at first. This doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that you are no longer working from the past conditioning and patterns. These feel comfortable. Even if they're not comfortable, they still feel comfortable because they are conditioning. They are patterns. But we're also not in alignment with our true self or our worth. So remember, discomfort is growth. When you notice it, give yourself some props. Give yourself a pat on the back because you're on the right path. Feel that discomfort. Be okay with it. Be like, yes, I am breaking these patterns. Yes, I am breaking this conditioning. This no longer serves me. How can the parts better help me? Right? So there you go. There's my thing on uh, on self-worth and how it's the biggest secret to manifestation. So do the things, do all those little exercises, start building that worth up in the areas you're seeing where you're, you're struggling in and uh, start noticing some uh, changes. Pay attention to the cues that the universe is giving you. Jump on it and just follow the path. You got this. Thanks, everybody, for joining me for episode four. I hope you all have a great day. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the True Self Manifestation Podcast. Check out the show notes for any links mentioned here. And while you're at it, grab my free mini course on how to manifest without the self-sabotage. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review where you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, share it with a friend. Thanks again, and I'll see you soon. Thank you.